Hello, I'm Sarah Archer and you're listening to episode 67 of the Speaking Club podcast. One of my comedy core students, shout out to Claire F, once told me she was fed up of people telling her that she had to embrace all her fears. She said, I don't think that's a good idea, as one of them is being chased by an aroused rhino. Welcome to the Speaking Club podcast, because making them laugh is the secret sauce to your speaking, pitching, and business success. And now your host, Sarah Archer. Welcome to the show. I hope you're feeling great and you're having an amazing week so far. Thank you so much for joining me and lending me your ears. As Will Shakespeare would say, that's a pretty cool metaphor, actually. The fella was a genius. Right, we are not here to talk about Bill Shakespeare, though. Let's crack on with this show, which is all about tips for managing your anxiety around public speaking. Now, I don't care how experienced a speaker you are. I think it's likely that you're still going to get that excited butterfly feeling before the MC calls your name to bring you on stage. I know I do. And I think it's a good thing because it means your body is getting ready to peak perform. But if you want to speak but get so anxious that it stops you from speaking or it impacts the effectiveness of your message, then clearly that's not good. And we need to try and manage and reduce that anxiety. And that's what this episode is all about. And even if you are an experienced speaker, keep on listening because if you're going to continue to push yourself and grow, which you should, perhaps, I don't know, you're going to try some humour for the first time or try platform speaking or have a new story or talk you're going to try out or it's the biggest audience you've ever spoken to, then maybe you'll need to be managing your nerves in that situation too. And you just might find something useful here as well. Excellent. Well, first off, let me tell you the story of how this episode came about. A few weeks ago, I got a message out of the blue. The person introduced themselves, said that they heard about me from someone in their family in the UK, and then they went on to say this. I really need your help. I've been invited to speak at some conferences, but my hands are shaking and also my voice in the first few minutes. In two days, I have a presentation in front of 300 people. I am terrified about that. Can you give me some last minute advice and also prepare me for the next events coming up? Thank you. Okay, now I tried to hook up with the person for a Zoom chat before they left. We didn't manage to do that. But on the day that they flew out for the conference, I sent a message back with some tips to help them manage their anxiety for the talk the next day. And and I'm going to share those tips with you in this show. And once we've been through them all, I will tell you what message I got back from the person in response. I hope you find this all useful. Off we go. So tip number one for managing your anxiety around public speaking is to keep the talk in perspective. Now, there are people around the world whose lives are in danger every day and you're just going to do a talk. The worst thing that can happen is you learn something you need to work on for next time. That was the tip. 
And this is for, this is so important to take on board. And it's something I share with my comedy and speaking students all the time. And it's also a great tool that I use for keeping myself in check if I ever start feeling stressed or overwhelmed or sorry for myself. So I know that there are others who are living in war zones, who have fled oppression and are in detention camps, who would swap my stress for theirs in a heartbeat. And I, I'm not downplaying stress we feel, but I just find for me, thinking about those people who are so much worse off helps to keep my problems in perspective. Okay, tip number two. Remember, it's not about you. It's about the message. The most important thing is you get your message across and if you focus on that, then it should take the pressure off you. And I do believe this is 100% true. Someone once told me pretty much everyone is worrying about what you think of them. So if you're not worrying about what they think of you, it makes you the most powerful person in the world. How about that then? And we all think that everyone is bothered about us when most of the time we're all in our own little worlds thinking about ourselves. And I believe our role as a speaker is to be a vehicle for the message. Our purpose is to get that message to land and lodge in people's minds. It's not to be liked or to be fawned upon. And it's exactly the same with, with the best actors the ones, the, the best actors are the ones who are prepared to lose themselves in the role. And they're not afraid of looking foolish or snotty or ugly to make us believe in, in them, in, in the character. And I, I find that quite liberating. You are just a vehicle for the message. It's not about being liked um, at the end of your talk. Okay, moving on. Number three. This is an old one, an oldie but a goodie. So no one in the audience knows what you're going to say. So if you miss something out, then don't worry, just carry on. And this also gets coupled with another piece of advice I give to my students, which is to keep your critic off stage. As I'm sure I've mentioned in previous uh, podcast episodes, there are two sides to us. There's our creator and our critic. And the critic is the logical, judgmental uh, adult of our side of us. And our creator is our creative, playful child side of us. And they both have their uses and importance in our lives. And, um, but you need to keep them separate. They work best when they are separated and one of the times you need to separate them is when you go on stage when you go on stage you need to leave your critic in the wings um, because what happens if you don't if you go on stage with a critic they'll start to second guess you they'll start judging you and knocking your confidence and there's no place for the critic when you are performing cool number four speak more slowly then you think you should as your adrenaline is going to kick in and you'll automatically speed up. Try and record yourself when you're speaking and even though it feels slow at the time, I'm pretty confident you're here. It's much faster than you thought. So I want you to keep that in mind. Slow down. It's not going to be slow when you're on stage. 
Okay, tip number five. Before you go on stage, take some deep breaths and do a power pose. Then walk on, standing tall and your head held high. Now, as you know, my last guest on the show, Vicky Martin, is a, a massive power pose fan and advocate. And it really does work to give you that confidence boost before you start. And the deep breaths um, calm you down and keep you centered. So for your power pose, all you need to do for those is think about Superman and Wonder Woman and copy the way that they stand. That is a power pose. And then walk on full of confidence, uh, giving the audience the assurance that you've got things under control and they are in good hands. Okie dokie, number six. When you go on stage, smile and make eye contact with a few people. Now, I need to make a distinction here. Whilst it's not important that at the end of your talk, people like you, what is important is that when you're speaking, you come across as likeable. And what I mean by this is that the audience needs to feel that you are friendly, authentic and open rather than being pompous, pretentious and closed. And I guess this pretty much goes back to you know, worrying about what people think of you. Now, in my experience, the people who try to to be the expert, to sound important and make things complicated, haven't reached the level of expertise and mastery in their subject that enables them to deliver their message in a way that is relatable and easy to understand. Okay, so you really need to work on making things, you know, using metaphors and analogies to make things relatable for people. So getting back to the original point here, if you can treat your audience as friends who are interested in what you do rather than students who want to be lectured to, then you will be doing a good job, I'm sure. Okay, lucky number seven. Stand on stage with your legs about a hip width apart and keep your hands at a resting place just in front of your tummy. If you gesture... Try and bring your hands back to this place. Now, I know, I know I've covered this fairly recently, I think, in my top speaking tips. And I'm mentioning it again here because I believe it's so fantastic for calming nerves because it gives you security. You've got a safe place for your hands where they aren't distracting you or distracting the audience. Okay, the last Last minute tip then. Number eight, have fun. Stay playful and remember, whatever happens, you will learn from this and be a better speaker next time. I hope that that's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, it goes back to that creative, be playful. If something happens and you're playful, it makes it easier to deal with. Um, if you've got the critic with you, you'll probably be like a, uh, um, a deer in the headlights, you know. So stay playful and have fun. It's a great experience speaking. And as I said at the beginning, the worst that can happen is you learn for, for next time, you know, and you grow. Excellent. Right. I'm going to summarize them again for you. Number one, keep the talk in perspective. 
There are people in way scarier situations than you. Number two, it's not about you. It's about delivering the message in the best way possible. Number three, no one in the audience knows what you're going to say. So if you miss a bit, carry on. Number four, speak more slowly than you think you should. Number five, before you go on stage, take some deep breaths, stand tall and power pose. Number six, when you get on stage, smile and make eye contact with a few people. Remember, although it doesn't matter if they like you, it's important that you're like a bull. Okay, number seven, stand with your legs a shoulder width apart and keep your hands together in front of your tummy as a safe resting place doing, during your talk. And lastly, as I said, you stay playful and have fun. There you go. So a short episode today, but I hope you'll find it useful. Um, I promised you I would tell you the message I got back after I shared these tips. And here it is. I've just read all your recommendations and I feel much better now. Thank you so much. Well, that is it. Thank you, as usual, for listening to the show. And don't forget to subscribe. I have got a fantastic guest and the next show Uh, It's going to tackle something we all struggle with. So make sure you subscribe. And there is one thing more I need to tell you, which is I have a new podcast. Finally, it's the Story-Led Marketing Show and you can get it at storyledmarketing.com. It is on iTunes. There are three episodes available. And if you want to grow your business or your speaking, you might well get some gems from this show. That's the Story-Led Marketing Show and it's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and all good places, and at storyledmarketing.com. Wicked. Thank you so much again for listening, and don't forget to go and grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Catch you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Speaking Club podcast at www.saraharcher.co.uk.